This is Pilgrim Walk, where we discuss what it is to be holy in an unholy world. Pilgrim Walk is a ministry of Grace Covenant Ministries right here in sunny Central Florida. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Pilgrim Walk. I'm so glad that you're here. You know, it's it's the second week in November. I mean, the year is just clicking right along. Before we realize it, we're going to be in the Advent season, uh, you know, the Christmas season, and, uh, you know, it brings its own set of challenges. One of the things that uh, it that comes up during this time of year is the boldness of a Christian. What is that? What does it mean to be bold and brave as a Christian in this world? I want to read or start by reading um, Acts chapter 4, verses 11 through 13. And it says this, This Jesus is the stone that was rejected by you, the builders, which has become the cornerstone. And there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, they perceived that they were uneducated common men. They were astonished, and they recognized that they had been with Jesus. When we think of boldness for the gospel, we do often think of the apostles. We think of people within Scripture, like the Apostle Paul, for example, where we see people boldly proclaiming the gospel, no matter what was going to happen to them. I mean, when you read the story of especially the Apostle Paul, we see uh, that he was jailed numerous times. He was beaten numerous times, and yet he was bold. He was not deterred. Now, this word boldness... It comes from a Greek word, parisia, and it means courage or fearlessness. Now, this is not about being a jerk. It's not about being arrogant. Being bold and being arrogant are two different things. To be bold is to be courageous in the sight of what we think is overwhelming odds. To be bold is to be fearless meaning that we stand for the truth no matter who is the whoever the audience might be whoever might be threatening us we are fearless because we know who we belong to we are in this day as christians often afraid to speak the truth and let's be really honest there is a big reason why people are scared let's i, I mean i can't fault people for having fear in a sense that I understand it. I understand where it comes from. In today's society and world, we speak up for the truth of the gospel and we are ridiculed. We are called all kinds of names. You even have the government in some cases standing against people of faith, especially Christians. You don't see this as much with other faith groups as much as you see this aggressiveness towards Christians. We are to be fearless no matter who we are dealing with, with understanding our faith. We are fearless with our faith. We are fearless with the truth. We are to show courage in our character. 
but we don't have to fear those that stand against us. And this is where the real fear really is. And when I say stand against us, I'm not necessarily talking about people trying to come and kill you. Now, that is a real issue in a lot of parts of the world. We have Christian brothers and sisters that are being killed for their faith. It happens everywhere around the world. Everywhere we look, we see people being everything from shot, beheaded. I mean, you name it, it's happening to them. Or they're jailed for prolonged periods of time where they're brutalized. So yes, there, there is a fear that can come from other humans what they could do to us. Here in the United States, for the most part, we don't worry too much about that kind of thing. What we normally worry about is how people will react to us. And we typically worry about how they will view us. Will we be accepted by them or not? We really put a lot of emphasis on whether someone will accept us. And yet, should we really be worried about that kind of thing? I've heard people say, well, the reason why I do the things I do, the very worldly things, is because if I don't, I'm going to get made fun of. My, my friends aren't going to be my friends. I'll lose friends. And yet, we're putting more emphasis on how we feel other people will respond. We have to be very careful with that. We have to be very careful. But we can't worry about what other people can say or do. Yes, will you lose friends as a Christian? Well, you should, because the gospel is offensive. You're telling people that the God of the universe has said that without him, they are destined for eternity in hell. That's going to upset some people. You're telling them that the very thing they like to do is sinful and that the wages of sin is death. Yes, you're going to anger some people. That listening to certain music that's blasphemous or, or sexual in nature, movies, TV, you don't do those things. And you're telling people the reason why I don't do those things is because it is sinful. Yeah you are going to alienate yourself when you say things like that. But let's look in Isaiah to see how can we maybe think about how we can respond to those types of fears. In the book of Isaiah, if you look at chapter 51, I'm going to read 12 through 16. Just listen to these words and research this on your own you know, after this podcast, read it, really, really study it, understand what it's saying. <clears throat> Excuse me. Again, that's Isaiah chapter 51, starting in verse 12. I, I am he who comforts you. Who are you that you are afraid of man who dies, of the son of man who is made like grass and have forgotten the Lord your maker? who stretched out the heavens and laid the foundations of the earth. And you fear continually all the day because of the wrath of the oppressor when he sets himself to destroy. And when, I'm sorry, and where is the wrath of the oppressor? He who is bowed down shall speedily be released. He shall not die and go down to the pit. Neither shall his bread be lacking. 
I am the Lord your God who stirs up the sea so that its waves roar. The Lord of hosts is his name. And I have put my words in your mouth and covered you in the shadow of my hand, establishing the heavens and laying the foundations of the earth and saying to Zion, you are my people. I really like where it says, I am the Lord your God who stirs up the sea so that its waves roar. And also when it says laying the foundations of the earth. And God's asking in this passage, why are you so afraid of those who can oppress you, those who can die, those who are like the grass, right? What does grass do? It withers, it fades, it decays. And yet the Lord of hosts, the Lord God Almighty, covers us with his hand. Yes, we go through persecution, absolutely. But we have nothing to fear. Why? Because we will live forever with God. Not with his wrath upon us, but with his loving kindness upon us. We have to be very careful to never forget that everything in creation is held by his hand. I know it's not easy when you're in the midst of some sort of persecution. And I know here in the United States, things seem to be getting worse. We seem to be getting more oppressed as time goes on. But ladies and gentlemen, we've been warned before in scripture that things are going to get rough and tough. And that, yes, many believers will lose their lives for their faith. They already have, and it will continue to happen. But yet, we do not have to fear those that stand against us. Now, maybe you're not losing your head or losing your life. It might be that people make fun of you. It might be that you don't have the same social circles that you get to hang around. Folks, like we've said before, we are set apart. We are different. And we have to have courage and fearlessness in our life with the way that we honor God with who we are. We have the truth of Christ that needs to be shared. We have to share the good news of Christ. There's a lost and dying world all around us. And we often think, well, if I share the truth, I'm, I'm going to be under some sort of persecution from that person. Yeah, you, 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 there's a very good chance you will. However, it is through the preaching of the gospel that people are awakened to the truth. People are awakened by hearing the gospel. We have to share that good news. It's just too important, and we don't want to neglect it. We don't want to neglect it. Jesus said very clearly in John chapter 14, verse 6, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus is exclusive. He's the only way to salvation. And we have people all around us that do not know him. And we're afraid to share that truth because we're afraid how they'll respond. 
we all do it. Every single one of us. Every single one of us. We do that. We, we, we avoid sharing the gospel because we're afraid how it might be taken. We're afraid how people will react. We'll be afraid if people don't like us. It's the same thing with many things we've talked about on this podcast in the past. Why do we dress like the world? Dressing in a way that doesn't honor God, but we're trying to honor our own bodies in some way. Why do we do that? Well, because we want to be like everybody else. We want to be like the rest of society. We want to dress the way fashion says to dress. Well, why aren't we different though? We're not like the rest of the world. At least we're not supposed to be. Remember that word hagios. I will always bring that up in this podcast. Right? Set apart. Right? Set apart from the world. Set apart for Christ. We are not to be like this dying, evil world. And yet time and time again, that's what we're seeing within the church. That's what we're seeing. You know, we're getting ready to hit the Christmas season. And it's interesting because here we are. Today happens to be the 10th of November. And uh, I had to go out and run to the store earlier uh, today. And as I'm driving, I passed a few homes that already have Christmas decorations up. I was a little surprised. I, I kind of thought that that would be something that I'd see maybe closer to Thanksgiving. Uh, but nonetheless, I am seeing homes already decorated for Christmas. People are are wanting this. You know, it's been a crazy, what, 18... 20 months here uh, with COVID and everything going on and, and, you know, things in turmoil and with elections and DC and all that stuff, people are ready for a break. They want to celebrate, but you know, Christmas time is a very difficult time for Christians. There's this war that happens, right? The Christmas wars where yes, people will say, ah, Jesus wasn't even born on the 25th of December. Well, that's true. He, he most likely was not. Okay, it's a day that we collectively come together, Christians all around the world, we collectively come together, together and we remember and honor and worship God for the incarnation of Christ. That's what we are doing. We are celebrating the incarnation. And yet people will say, well, don't push your religion on me. Christmas is all about presents. Uh, it's about all the you know elves and Santa and all this stuff. And it's very difficult for Christians. We say Merry Christmas and people get all flippant and upset and mad. And yet, Christians back down. We cower. We need to be fearless. Not, again, to be jerks, but to be truthful and honorable for God. To stand up for what's right. And I say right as far as biblically. We are representatives of God on this earth. Are we acting like it? Or are we just like the rest of the world is? Unfortunately, many Christians experience a lot of infighting within Christianity as a whole. Yes, we have many different denominations. Many different denominations. Uh, just in the U.S. alone, people have different... Uh, doctrinal understandings and beliefs. And, you know, quite honestly, if it does not 
violate the gospel, then we do have some liberty. And I get that. We have to be careful because liberties can go a lot of crazy directions, as we know. But we have to be careful with infighting amongst ourselves. And I'm talking about infighting, you know, denominations against denominations, people against people. Everybody always knows best, right? And yet we're always running into that. We have to be cautious because the gospel is the central message of the Christian faith. We are not saved because of some obscure doctrine that we want to follow. We're not saved because, you know, we have good morals. It's the gospel that transforms. It is Christ. We are saved by Christ. We are saved because of his sacrifice where he took on our sin. He took it on himself. It wasn't his, but he took it. And he imputed his righteousness on his people. Ladies and gentlemen, we have to be bold for the faith. No matter what, no matter if it's on social media, school, work. And again, we do things respectfully. We do things with love and kindness. But we do not compromise the truth. And the truth does divide. Many people say, oh, Jesus came to bring peace to the earth. Well, eventually that will happen, yes. But Jesus himself said he came to bring a sword. Right? It'll separate. And, and I'm paraphrasing, but he's going to separate families. He's going to separate institutions. He is separating because the truth separates. It separates the wheat from the chaff. It, it separates the sheep from the goats. It separates believers from unbelievers. If you're a believer listening to this, your life should be different. It should be different. Be courageous. God upholds the universe in the palm of his hand. We don't have to be afraid. We can be different, have, not have to worry, well, my friends all rejected me because I'm not doing what they're doing, doing it the way they're doing it. Okay. Are you going to be living with those friends for all eternity? There's a good chance not. But you will live with God for all eternity. What do we have to fear? Who are we trying to please? Galatians uh, chapter 1, starting in verse 6, it says, I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting him who called you in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. Not that there is another one, but there are some who trouble you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to the one we preach to you, let him be accursed. As we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to the one you received, let him be accursed. For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. 
That is the kicker, that verse 10 of Galatians chapter 1. If you are still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. Who are you trying to please? Maybe it's not other people. Maybe it's just yourself. You're just trying to please yourself and and no one else matters. Nothing else matters. God doesn't even matter as much as long as you're happy. Reevaluate your life. Get your priorities in order. If God is not the first, the last, and the middle, and the foundation, and the roof of your desires, then we need to reevaluate our lives. And guess what, folks? We all need to do this all the time. We constantly need to be reevaluating our lives, seeing who am I out trying to please? Am I not being bold because I'm trying to please man? Because my friends say, well, I don't want to hear about it, so then you just shut up? Because, well, you know, they're my friends. Ladies and gentlemen, friends, let me tell you something. They come and go. God, he is the only thing. God is the only thing that is the alpha and the omega. He doesn't change. He is always there. Always there. I want to encourage you. This Christmas season, as we get into the Christmas season, be bold. Again, remember, not a jerk, but be bold, be courageous, be fearless with your faith, knowing that the God you serve is bigger than anything any mere human can conjure up. He is the Lord God Almighty, and he holds up everything on his own, without our help. I do hope all of you are doing well today. I do hope and pray that you and your families are healthy, and I do hope that you will join me next time. Have a wonderful evening and a great rest of the week. Thank you for joining us today on Pilgrim Walk. For more information, go to our site at www.gracecm.org.